So I tried to pet the cat today while recording. And would you like to hear what happened? Please. Sounds like she loved it. Yeah, not going to do that again. Smart. Hello, everybody, and welcome to gear-related peak <laughs> under the hood of the automotive repair industry. We'd just like to remind our listeners that no animals were harmed during the making of this podcast. But humans... <laughs> Came pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> She's a very contrary little thing. Mm-hmm. So hi, I'm one of your co-hosts, Heather Lee. <laughs> I'm your other co-host, Ben Benjamin, and we are here to talk about. I don't. I don't know what are we here to talk about. Cars. Okay. Let's let's talk it. about cars. Let's talk about some cars. Um, I, I love how you you like immediately were like, okay, let's not get any mean emails. About the kitty. <laughs> you completely <laughs> forgot to introduce yourself. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of animals happening right now. We yeah. are we are dog sitting. Which, of course, puts the cats on edge. Super edge. <laughs> Although he's a five-pound Yorkie, so let's, let's talk about the threat there. But when you're a cat, I don't know. I'm not a cat. I, yeah. don't, I don't understand. But what I'm starting to understand is rental car companies. Oi. And so that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. I found an article. You sent it to me, so I guess I didn't find it. Well, you found it in your inbox. I found it in my (laughs) in-basket, and along with 500 other messages, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, So I kind of, you know, I Googled and binged and safari. Do people bing still? Maybe people bing. I don't know. Do you? It's more fun to say. Metacrawl? (laughs) blast from the past so yes so that's what i did so i thought i wanted to talk a little bit about so we're going to kind of open up with some some naughty behavior on the part of rental car companies and some of it is on them and some of it is on other people but we'll get there and we're going to start with the Hertz okay. rental car company. Before you start, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Do we have to talk about any of the events that transpire when you and I were in a rental car? We don't have to, but... Okay, good. I thought it would be funny. <laughs> rental car adventures. That's... Okay, maybe we'll save that for the end. Yeah. Okay. Now you have to listen. <laughs> um, so there are several rental car companies, and... Mostly, they're kind of under just like two or three umbrella companies. And Hertz is the umbrella company for Hertz, Dollar, and Thrifty. Okay. Which is a lot of them. Then there's like Enterprise. Alamo. Budget. Yep. Avis. Bob's. Bob never, <laughs> ever rent from Bob's rental car. Bob's just, almost reliable rental. <laughs> terrible idea. Well, I don't know. That's that's kind of what's happening here. So I wanted to go to a couple of the the naughty behaviors on the part of Hertz. So Hertz is um, based in Estero, Florida, and I don't know why that's important, but a lot of the naughtiness. I mean, it's Florida. So it's based in Florida, so you can so you can say Florida uh, man. <laughs> you know, I was, I was gonna say, a rental car from Florida. <laughs> burp, burp. 
All right. So first we're going to talk about the rash. So for several years, I could not, I tried my very bestest to find out exactly how long this has been happening. And there's no way to really know. Okay, so we don't really have a timeline. Can we say if it's been happening for a while? A long time. Okay, a long time. Years, years, okay. years, and years. So Hertz has been uh, basically falsely accusing hundreds of innocent customers of stealing its vehicles. What? Yeah. So. Um, okay. So this kind of all went down. Um, you know it really started to come to a head in like 2018, 2019 times because people were like, okay, this is, oh, this is a thing. It wasn't just my cousin's sister who would also be my cousin, but it's more people than that. Okay. So it's, it's really interesting. So basically they, they, um, had to come to a settlement to because they've had all of these claims of being falsely accused by all of these people. All right. Well, lay it out then. How does this happen? Okay. So basically, every year there's something like 25 million rental transactions because Hertz operates a fleet of like a half a million vehicles. Okay. So that's a lot of transactions. So mm-hmm. if you look at it in percentages, it's like, are reported stolen each year. So that's only 3,500 cars reported stolen. But the, that's a lot when you think about that at, at, um, in 20, uh, 2021, I believe they had counted up to 364 people are in this claim. So three, uh, 364 people were falsely were, accused. Were falsely and these accused. are only the ones who have come forward thus far, which is why we can't ever know. Okay. Well, not ever, but this is why we can't know what's going on. So here's just some experiences of these poor humans, okay? So one Hertz customer, she's driving her rental car. She's in Chicago, got a flat tire, called Hertz to have the car towed. And this is all part of these, this court court statements, Okay. Months later, she gets pulled over just for a tail light out or seatbelt check or something like that. And the police said, oh, we looked you up and there's a warrant out for your arrest. Oh, my God. And they took her in. She was in jail for more than 30 days. 30 days? Yes. For this. This is crazy. Another customer in Florida, she extended her rental four times. Okay. Okay. So she decided, oh, I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay. And so extended it four times. She has text message communications with a Hertz employee confirming her plans to return it. But before that even happened, they reported it stolen. So she was jailed for 37 days. She had to figure out something to do with her two children. And she missed her nursing school graduation. Oh, my God. Crazy. This guy in Mississippi said um, that he has spent, he was in jail for six months. Come on. Yes. So Hertz reported his rental car stolen. He had returned it, paid in full, but they didn't tell the prosecutors. The Hertz company just didn't tell them. And so he missed a hearing date because he didn't know. Right. Because he thought everything was taken care of and he was incarcerated. Crazy. 
So then another man rented a car in Georgia, paid for an extension. He's got a receipt that says he paid for all of it. They reported his car stolen in their system. They erased all of his extensions, backdated the due date of his rental, and then told police he did not do an extension and he had not paid. He was in jail for seven months. This is like a cover-up. It's wild. All right. So well, listen, so then he accepted a plea deal to get out and then he had to go and fight this guilty plea and get it dropped and prosecutors dropped all charges because now stuff's ramping up. So a lot of people said that, um, you know, they have lost work. They've been, um, you know, now they have felon, felony charges. So like they're in prison, so they lose their job. They can't get a job because now there's, you know, um, felony yeah, charges. Yeah, yeah. You have they, a record now. Right. And other people, several other people said that the police arrested them at gunpoint. My God. Well, I mean, it's. So, I mean, I get it, but oh my gosh. So. All right. And I have to ask, though, I don't You may not know the answer to this question, but is this like. Are there nefarious reasons behind this or are they just stupid? Like they don't know how to do paperwork. I don't think that they they are still trying to figure it out. I think I think there's a little bit of both though. Um so like this person was rooted to me at the counter, so I'm gonna report their cars stolen. It's hard to know. I mean, how can you know each little thing? You can't. So um they had been trying to keep these allegations under seal. So her Heather found them and has released them to you. Oh no. Yeah. Heather did not. <laughs> Heather did a Google. Um, so after, so now the news stations are attacking them and Hertz says, well, we only reported these stolen after exhaustive attempts to reach the customer. But most of these cases included, like, involved customers. They had called to extend their rental agreement, but they weren't properly reflected in their computer system. So user error, which is cool. But Carl, dude, you just sent this dude to jail for six months because you didn't hit F2 or whatever. Yeah, I feel like a lot of this could be just cleared up with a simple phone call, you know, where the, you, you tell the police, so like, look, I extended it. I, I, I spoke to this person. Okay, well, let's call this person. Well, and if you have text messages and emails, I don't care what your hurt system says. Like, how are you going to? That's crazy. So other cases involves hurts just re-renting the cars that had been reported as stolen. So like, so like so that, wait, person A. You stole our car, never brought it back, but we're going to rent said stolen car? Or? No. So customer A rents the car, doesn't bring it back on time, so they report it as stolen. And then he does bring it back. They never rescind that. They never tell the police, oh, just kidding, it's not stolen. They brought it back. And so customer B now rents it, just grandma trying to go visit her grandkids and gets pulled over for whatever reason because and now is in jail. Because she's in a stolen car. Because she's in a stolen oh car. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Um, and then other times, um, the stolen cars were accidentally associated with the wrong customer. So in so just some craziness in the system says that, you know, you you rented this car when you rented a whole different car. <laughs> I'm just picturing the next time I have to rent a car and you get through the paperwork and, and I just have a question. Is it, the car we're renting? Is it stolen by can any you chance? Just, can we just can you check to make sure can it's we not just stolen? Call and be sure. <laughs> not a bad plan. 
I guess there was several um, several complaints that like you would be in Texas renting a car and the car was reported stolen in Georgia. You never went to Georgia. You were never in Georgia. Look, I don't have any peaches. I can't prove it. I was never there. there. It's crazy, right? (laughs) So they now, they um, have to pay $168 million to settle all of these claims. One hundred sixty-eight million. Million. See, that's I don't know. That sounds a little low to me, considering some of these people spent months in jail, in prison. Yeah, I'm gonna want a little bit. I'm gonna want some money for that. And so the company says that. So it's covering these three hundred sixty-four people that have come forward so far or have made a case, and they think that that represents more than ninety-five percent of such claims. So they think that there's not that many other people wandering around. I don't know. I had to have you. Of course, I didn't go to jail for this so far. Knock on something. Would. Oops, I just knocked. Now the dog's going to bark. There he is. Yep. <laughs> sorry, everyone. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, so, I mean, I didn't know about this. So I guess maybe if you just spent like an overnight, like I don't know how much that impacts your life, but I still don't want to go to jail overnight. No. It's insane. So... Um, Stephen Scherer is the new CEO. And he says, I have, as I have said, since joining Hertz earlier this year, my intention is to lead a company that puts the customer first in as, prison. As, <laughs> as I have said, you love it when people say that, right? Oh, yes. In resolving Can these we- claims, we are holding ourselves to that objective. So, okay, cool. You know, let's, how about you fix the computer system? Cause it sounds like there's. A lot of issues there. (laughs) Just a few. Just a couple. I guess, I mean, I know you need to have, you need to do extensions maybe, and you're maybe not in a position. I I guess maybe it would be helpful to actually go into the place where you rented the car from and do the extension that way. So at least that you have a better paper trail because you'll have like a receipt, a paper receipt, you know? Um, Well, is it... Is it safe to say that this is a, a Hertz and company problem or is this? I couldn't find any other of the companies okay. um, having an issue with this. So maybe we just choose to rent our car from somebody who doesn't have a problem with reporting cars stolen? Well, I mean, hold on to your hats because other okay. stuff happens <laughs> here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I thought this was interesting. I'm going to Almost Reliable Bob's now. Almost Reliable. He's looking better, isn't he? Right. So when I'm looking through this, so all of this started, you know, at least probably early 2010s and then kind of have caught caught up around 2018. So they were going through all of this already, trying to fight some of this stuff. And then, of course, in 2019, you know, end of 2019, 2020, we've got COVID. Yeah, nobody's renting cars then. Nobody. So, so in 2020, the, this travel industry, the demand just completely dried up. Rental car companies, yeah, sure, you think about like vacation, but honestly, the vast majority of what they do are business travelers. Yeah. And so business travelers are super essential. They are not doing anything. Everybody's working from home almost. And the other um, 
trouble is so it retires its cars every few years, right? The rentals. Yeah. Because you have to have new, good, pretty, whatevers. Right. And so it will retire those and sell them. Yes. And so that demand dropped as well, which is kind of funny to me because as we know, over the past year or two, the used car demand has gone skyrocketing. So it's like, it's kind of sad that they, I mean, who's got a crystal ball? Nobody, but <laughs> yeah. So that kind of double doozy for them killed them. So they um, just... They're, they're running out of money to pay those settlements? Yeah, they had, well, no, probably. That was also <laughs> not, but the settlements thing didn't really happen until I think earlier in 2022. Okay. So on May 18th of 2020... It's like the icing on the stolen cake. The stolen cake. Catherine Marinello, she stepped down as CEO. It was like she could see the writing on the wall. Four days later, on the 22nd, the company filed for Chapter 11. They listed $18 billion in debt. Wow. That's a lot of money. Um, so their rivals, Avis and Enterprise, they also suffered the declining demand, but they had a better financial cushion, so they didn't go under. Okay. I guess Hertz had spent the first couple of years. This is funny. This was a little... Um, so I got... Oh, I should say this. So I, I have gotten... Um, a lot of this information, there was a, a lovely article by Becky Sullivan on NPR that was about the stolen cars. And then Robert Ferris at CNBC kind of um, gave some of this information about the bankruptcy, but I thought this was interesting that they had um, discussed that Hertz had spent the years prior to the pandemic investing in upgrading its business and putting people in jail. So they tried really hard to not have to go into bankruptcy. So they sold off uh, 185,000 of its, you know, half a million car fleet to try to pay 650 million to their creditors by the end of 2020. Oh wow. So they had to do all of that so they had they they filed for bankruptcy, sold off a bunch of their cars and then they just kind of were like with their hats out, you know, please sir. Lisa, <laughs> give us some money. And so two huge um, firms kind of came to the rescue, and this one cracks me up, Knighthead Capital Management. So I like think of a white knight. Hello, I'm coming. <laughs> and um, Sir Taras Management. Sorry, that's – it's fine. We're going to move on. They Wait, both, Sir Taras. Sir Taras. The, the knight – Targaryen. <laughs> Sir Taurus of the knightly money realm. Oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah. So they agreed. Taurus always pays his debts. They do. They agreed to give Hertz $5.9 billion in new capital while slashing $5 billion off its debt load. So basically $11 billion. Here you go. To this company that's doing that all this people crazy in jail. crap. Exactly. So they filed for Chapter 11. 20, May of 2020, they came out of bankruptcy officially on July 1st, 2021. Bummer. Like, <laughs> well, it I just mean, doesn't seem like what they didn't get any. I don't know. Like no slap on the wrist. I mean, I know we're talking about a big conglomeration, so there's people that have jobs, and you know, that, isn't right. that always the argument? Like, like we, we we employ people, well, and, and we also what? imprison people, <laughs> right? Well, and I don't know. I'm sure that they. They had to slash the crap out of their workforce. Well, yeah. The, Nobody's the, renting cars. Well, so. not only they sold half their fleet. Well, almost, yeah. So now we're out of bankruptcy. 
what do you do? What's the first thing you do when you come out of bankruptcy? Why buy 100,000 Tesla Model 3s? Let's support Elon Musk. You know, if they would have waited, they could have got those for about $13,000 cheaper. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to be nice to them because they are doing the right thing here. So at this point, they're working to make EVs like a big part of their fleet. So it's about 20% of its fleet at this point. And then just recently, like last month, they started to add Tesla Model Y, as well as some other EVs from like Pulsar and GM. But what makes me laugh is that they started to buy the Chevy Bolt. <laughs> in what year? Now. They're expected to be delivered in the first quarter oh, of 2023. Okay. Well, I'm, the Chevy so Bolts are this, fine now. They fixed now. them all. But did they? Yeah. Okay, we'll get to that. Consider this your warning. Just park away from the structures <laughs> oh up on the hill. God. Revisit. The Chevy Bolt. Well, I was just reading episode. an article earlier today that why are Teslas still catching on fire? <laughs> oh, that's another one. Aren't we supposed to be pushing the green agenda? Jeez. We are. We are. So then, then I found another very interesting article about this whole bankruptcy thing. From It's by Alexander Gladstone at, of the Wall Street Journal. And so Hertz Global Holdings, before... Just before it filed for bankruptcy in May 2020, they paid more than $16 million in retention bonuses to senior management, including its new chief executive officer. See, this is exactly why I want to be a CEO. If, if there are any companies out there that need a CEO- I'm here for you. I am here for you. I will screw your company up as best I can, and then and a year later, just give me my golden parachute, and out the door I right. go. Well, I'll take a retention bonus for like a whole year where I don't have to do anything because there's nothing to do. Yeah, I'll retain whatever you want. People, water, whatever. So it, it said, uh, Hertz said it agreed to pay a $700,000 bonus to Chief Executive Paul Stone, who literally had just started. So, hi, welcome. I don't know how much we're going to pay you for your salary, but here's almost a million dollar bonus. Well, that's how we attract the best talent. Oh, yes. Yep. Chief Financial Officer Jameer Jackson got six hundred thousand, and Chief Marketing Officer Jody Allen got one hundred and eighty-nine ish thousand. Did any of them get put in jail for a st stealing so one vehicle. of the cars? No. <clears throat> no. Oh, we don't rent cars. <laughs> All right, and so now here we are. It's twenty twenty-two. Twenty twenty-three. Well. Sorry, I'm going oh, into, sorry. into in your story. In I my got story. You. Into my story. So they've come out of bankruptcy. They're trying to clean up their image. And they're getting lean and green. They're getting lean and green. So Veronica Bondarenko for the street wrote this awesome article. And it is saying. So let's go back into just a little tiny history. You know that this year for 2022 has seen a lot of recalls for vehicles. There's been a lot of um, little issues. So GM had some issues with daytime running lights. They were called more than 740,000 of them. Tesla recalled over $1.1 million with window closures, with reports of car fires, um, prompted Ford to recall nearly half a million cars in the same year. So wow. that's a lot of cars that got recalled. And what is it with all these cars catching on fire? Fire, 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 fire. <laughs> so the National <laughs> Highway. Beavis. Where'd that come from? <laughs> I don't know. 
Just a magic dark place in my soul. Okay. So National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, the NHTSA. That doesn't roll off my tongue, but I can say HIPAA and no, I usually Jayco say it, and, I usually say it really fast, and usually I get some the, of the letters, <laughs> the letters in the wrong <laughs> spot. Doesn't matter. The NTSHAPC. <laughs> anyway, those guys, they are in receipt of information that indicates Hertz rented vehicles to customers without having performed the required recall repairs. Wah, wah. Whoops. So please to get in a car that may catch on fire and then we're going to arrest you for <laughs> stealing it. Oh and you're going to get even you're going to get charged with property damage because the recall wasn't performed and it started on fire. Now, obviously, this isn't something that's happening right in this very second because they can't catch the ones in 2023. So they're really this this investigation is really concerned with the, the recalls over latches and locks on the Ford Explorer and Nissan Altima cars that they owned between 2018 and 2020. Those are probably the ones they sold off. There. Right, yeah, those are gone now. And so they have basically, so they sold off a bunch of those cars when they filed for bankruptcy, but now they're at, because they got, you know, $10 billion, $11 billion from the Knights of Sorantas or whatever. <laughs> and so now they have re-added. So I think they're probably pretty close to back up to a half a million rental cars. So Some of which re- require recalls. Exactly. Now, this is an evolving story. So I guess, you know, Google it, Bing it, whatever you want to do. But if you're worried about your rental... You can visit nhtsa.gov backslash recalls and type in the vehicle's VIN number. And where's the VIN? It is located if you are if it's registered in New York, it's right on the registration, or the um, you can find it in the door jam on the the uh, driver's door itself, or right at the bottom of the windshield near the driver's area. Beautiful. So when you find that, you just type that in. It will tell you if that car has any kind of open recall or significant safety issues. And also, a lot of car rental companies will rent out car seats to go with the car. And you can check the car seat at that same website. Pretty cool. Wow. All right. How embarrassing would that be? Like you type in the VIN number at the website and you have to go back into the office that you were in the car. Yeah. I'm sorry, but There's been uh, a major, this car, this airbag could explode and kill me. So also it's actually on fire right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Do, think I want that one. Yeah. This, this one's on fire. Do you have anything in blue? I'm sorry, sir. You've already stolen that car. I'd like a cooler color, a cooler color. All right. Let's leave Hertz alone for a little while. Okay. Let's focus on enterprise. Ah, they'll pick you up. They'll pick you up. Well, I was looking through. There's several lawyer and law firm websites that have uh, some suits against Enterprise Rent-A-Car. And so they're kind of looking at these different fraudulent practices. And here's kind of a list of them that are all under current or recent um, litigation. So charges for damages that customers did not cause, overcharging for minor damages, false claims of dents or dings, same kind of thing, claims for missing equipment, where's the lighter, harassing phone calls and letters, and then the other thing that they've been doing is they file these damage claims like months, sometimes years after the vehicles have been returned. See, that's ridiculous because... 
how would you know unless you parked it inside of a storage container and sealed it hermetically? Right. So they're sending these bills to customers for scratches, dents, windshield damage, other cosmetic damage, several weeks, some cases months, some sometimes years after they've returned it. And these bills will total like several hundreds of dollars. And there's no way for you to dispute this because at the time you don't have the car anymore. Right. Now I know anytime I've ever rented a car, I feel like we do a walk around and yeah, the, they do a walk. They yeah, they, they hand you a sheet and you sign off on where all the dings and scratches are are and everything. Right. And then when you turn it in, they they go walk around it and it we again. all sign it and everything's yeah. done. So I don't understand how this is happening. Like, well, some of them, I, I guess, like some of them have like after hours drop offs where you well, know, you can just potentially, potentially. But I mean, yeah, it's it's wild because they can really kind of do whatever they want to because you don't have the car anymore. Right. So let's just go on record. You and I have never rented a car from any car company ever. In America. Ever. Never. Never. Certainly not in Ireland. <laughs> no. And certainly didn't do weird stuff to it. No. No. Not at all. We're going to leave it there? Yep. <laughs> cool. you, you scared the crap out of me. <laughs> I know. All right. Now let's kind of talk about something that sort of happened. Um, so COVID happened and a lot of these car companies had to sell off some of their fleet. A lot of them were kind of like, I don't actually want to rent cars <laughs> <laughs> to people. A lot of the, you know, some of the smaller ones went out of business. They're not necessarily in, in, in the smaller airports anymore. So there's just a shortage of rental cars. It's very difficult to get one. Maybe there's not as many at your your local airport or wherever as you normally get. Yeah, we used to we used to use Enterprise um, a, a while back, and we had no problems finding a car. Now it's like you got to call like six weeks in advance. Yeah. So what happens? The jerk humans on this planet happen, and they've kind of created some fraudulent websites and phone numbers. So if you Google, you could Google Enterprise or Budget or Avis or Hertz or whoever, you need to make sure you are actually on their actual real website. Because if you just like pull up and don't even like if it's on Google, there's that Google business page. That's a good a good phone number. But sometimes you'll just hit like an ad. That's not them. And so you'll call this number, 1-800-HI-BOB, and that's not enough numbers. But anyways, <laughs> oh, hi, Bob. He's, Bob spells his name with two Bs at the end. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> so you'll call them, and they'll sound like they're tippy-tapping in their computer and doing all the stuff that you normally get when you call a rental agency. And let me guess, you have to leave your credit card number to reserve that nope. car, right? It would be amazing if they would do that. No, what they want to do is they're going to tell you, hey, we've registered you for this rental and I'll have you pay for it over the phone with me. But right now we're running a special that if you pay with a like a Visa gift card, you can get 20% off your entire rental, which is a swing and deal, right? So you run down to Walgreens or wherever you get that, that gift card. You come back, you call them back, you pay for it with the gift card. 
you show up at the airport there's and no car. there's no record. They don't know who you They've are. They've scammed the crap out of you and they have your gift card. Goodbye. There's no recourse. Wow. Yep. So here's just some basic safety tips. Um, Hannah Catlett of the Cleveland, Ohio, Ohio, 19 <laughs> News has given us some lovely tips. So pay by credit card. Any company that asks for alternative payment methods like debit, prepaid debit cards, gift cards, they love to use that because yeah, yeah there's no recourse. Um, most rental companies, unless you're like picking up, dropping off after hours, that you pay for it in person because you got to sign the paperwork, you got to do right. all the stuff, and that's the way I would do it. Also, because you pay for it in person, you get paper receipts for everything, and you can do the walk around thing for the damage. So that kind of saves your high knee in a lot of different maybe, ways. Maybe make copies of the copies of the copies of receipts that you get and store them in strategic locations. <laughs> Jeez Louise. And call if your you, friend and tell them. Phone a friend. <laughs> take a picture of it. Yeah. If you are getting this message, it means I am in jail for a stolen vehicle. Please go to my, my safety <laughs> box. All right. Another thing you can do, obviously, is check the Better Business Bureau. Like, I don't know. I, I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of checking them out and vetting a company. If I'm not sure about them, I'm just not going to rent from that company. But I know sometimes people are desperate. So here we go. Double check the phone number and the URL. Like we were talking about, if you just Google the phone number, phone number hurts, you're going to get an imposter, perhaps. And make sure that you're on the right um, site. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably, it is. probably is. So if you're shopping for deals, if they're offering super low prices or discount only available, if you pri provide payment, don't do it. Get everything in writing. Um, be aware of insurance fees. This is something I didn't know. I guess I didn't ever think about our personal vehicle insurance could cover you in a rental car. Yes. Anytime that you rent a car, your 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 the car insurance that you have can cover the rental. Can. Not all the time, but, Yeah, but you, you have to have that in your policy. And you have to be careful because they can upgrade you to an exotic. Yes, please. Mm -hmm. And then your you're, you're insurance not will yeah. not be covered. <laughs> I'm sorry. We do not cover Bugatti or Koenigsegg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to check them thoroughly when you pick it up. Check any chips in the paint glass, dings, all of it. Note it and um, be, just be aware of additional fees. So they may charge a fees if there's easy passes. Either forgo it or use your own. Um, and then also... Check the gas fee because if you charge, they will charge a redonkulous amount of money if you don't have a full tank of oh, gas. Oh, yeah, like nine bucks a gallon. I got hit with that once. I mean, no, I nev I've never rented a car. Now, remember <laughs> that unlimited mileage often does not pertain to out-of-state travel. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Why would you? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. I also heard several complaints because I just thought it would be interesting to float around on the Better Business Bureau website. And um, if you are booking something online, sometimes you do get a really good deal, like the cars maybe, I don't know, 50 bucks a day. I don't think it's been that for a thousand years, but 50 bucks a day. I wish. And then you go in and you say, all right, cool. So 
I um, actually just need it for a couple extra days on the end part of this, and they'll get great. Um, so today's daily rate is a hundred, so it's it will and they you, there's no recourse for that unless you just decide you don't want it for those extra couple of days. They get to rebook your account, and that's this daily rate. Crooks, it's it's out there, man. Well, I mean. If they go bankrupt, what happens? Nothing happens to them. They all get a ha- over a half a million dollars in their pockets. They got to scramble around for a year and then they get rescued with an $11 billion to do all kinds of stuff. Like, what is the punishment there? Apparently nothing. Nothing. A, a free paycheck. <laughs> Terrible. So that's what I have for you about rental companies. Valuable Happy vacation, everyone. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, I hope that you guys have found this information valuable and not, as I have found it, scary <laughs> and, and, and anxiety-inducing. It's so, fine. Yes, please follow those safety tips. And thank you, Heather, for doing such valuable research. We appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> If you have any other uh, horror stories, we love to hear them. Or tips and tricks, you know where to find us. Email us at contact at gearrelated.com, which is our website. You can hit me on Twitter. That's at Sean Auto, S-C-H-O-E-N. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and all those fun places that are socially media related. Thanks again for listening. Bye.